baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. No, it's not Saturday at 1. It is Sunday, 11.07, here at News Radio 930 WBEN. It is Beamer and Brenda. On in, the brunch. On the brunch here on Hardline, News Radio 930 WBEN. We are talking about the Mueller testimony. That was the big thing uh, this week in politics. And it looks like those have turned into also the Elijah Cummings uh, tweets from the president. So we'll also get into that. It is red hot, Joe. It is. Talk about Twitter in politics. Guess what? You're going to hear about this all week. This will, yeah. Easily. This will, this kicked off this week. It's kind of like when, I believe it was a Sunday, Brenda, the president tweeted about the uh, gang of four or pack of four, whatever you want right. to call them. And that was that week's uh, topic literally all week except for here in Buffalo, where I think we had something locally going on. But that, that was big talk that week. Absolutely. You're, you're, you're right. All the Sunday shows have mentioned it. The president knows when to send a tweet to affect the shows on Sunday. Oh, it's no coincidence, I'm <laughs> well, sure. Yeah. I also want to know when he sleeps. Because yeah, I guess he's known for only like sleeping four hours a night, well, I had heard. I he, don't know how true that is. But. He tweeted at 1230 in the morning, and then he tweeted like 30 minutes after I got in this morning at 5.30. So <laughs> I'd love to know, hey, I know what it's like to only run on four hours of sleep, and I can do it, but I've always been told, once you get older, Beamer, you can't you can't do that yeah, anymore. Yeah, well, everybody's different, though, Joe. Yeah. I, I don't sleep much either. Maybe the president has that monster energy that I like. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that might motivate him to make some of these tweets, I think, the way things are looking today. Hey, uh, 803-0930, so we'll get into that, but let's clear out the uh, the Mueller calls. And we will still take your calls on of Robert course, Mueller yes. till noon. So don't hang up. Don't not call if that's what you were thinking. Or shoot us a text at 3930. Some great texts coming in as well. Frank in Niagara Falls held on through the news, so he will be our first caller. Frank, good morning. You know, I heard you mention the Russian meddling in our elections, which the Mueller report confirmed. Now, uh, Representative Tulsi Gabbard introduced H.R. 5147, Securing America's Election Act of 2017-2018, and that stalled in Congress because GOP Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell spent the last two years blocking any legislation to protect our elections. And, you know, if you saw the trending Twitter hashtag Russian Mitch, you'll know why. You know, while conservatives are busy whining about the squad in Baltimore, Mitch McConnell was caught in a plate of a pay-to-play scheme with a Russian oligarch, Len Blavnik, for an aluminum plant in Kentucky, and the GOP campaigns took $7.35 million from the same corrupt Russian. Now, you know, I, I remember just a few years ago, conservatives would have put a commie traders like that in front of a firing squad. 
So, you know, where's the outrage? Is it because meddling and voter suppression are the only ways Trump can win in 2020? What do you think, Joe? I'm actually Since you're a Trump you, supporter. Tell us. I'm looking up what he. Uh, well, the Russians never changed the vote, by the way. So, if people are so easily influenced by a Facebook ad, maybe we should uh, work on education in the United States. No, uh, no, no. You need to read the Mueller report. I did read the Mueller report, Frank. It's part of my job, believe it or not. Well, then go go to the go to YouTube and, and type in Russian Mitch, and you get the whole story. Okay, well, how does that tie into the Mueller testimony? Well, I'm just saying that, you know, the Mueller report confirmed it, and Mitch McConnell isn't doing a darn thing about it. You know, he's a traitor. Let's face it. He's a traitor? What else is, the, what else is in the bill, Frank? What else is, what else is in the bill, Frank? Progressive, you know? All right, Frank in Niagara Falls, thanks for answering my questions. 803-0930, he is talking about Mitch McConnell. That's the first I've heard about it, Brenda. Do you, you know, know no, more I about this? To, I have to tell you, Joe, I'm not familiar with that. That's why I was surprised to hear what he said, but I do want to uh, read that. And what's that, what are you looking at online? What's it called? Uh, I was reading uh, from the Washington Post, Mitch McConnell is a Russian asset uh, from July 26th. So uh, we will look at that, Frank, and we will get back to you. I'm sorry. I had not heard of that. I guess I was too uh, caught up in the Russian uh, or in the Mueller testimony, like Frank said. So, Well, we, you know, you have to learn and, and you live every day and find out new things every day. That's, right. so that's, that's why it's so nice to be able to talk to callers because we can have some kind of discourse right. here on what's going on. By the way, to uh, Paula's point on the text board, um, I actually agree with you, Paula, that if you criticize somebody of a different color or ethnicity, you may be automatically labeled a racist, which I think is completely wrong. I don't think there's any reason to not criticize somebody because they're of a different color. I think you should do it on the merits of whatever their argument is, not because they're black, Indian, Chinese, whatever it happens to be. So I'm with you on that. I just want to make that point. And by the way, if you do want to text in, very easy, 30930. You're welcome to text in on the uh, Elijah Cummings uh, situation that kind of erupted this morning or the Mueller report or anything else on your mind politically. Let me um, just throw this out here. If what I'm reading is right, now again, it's from the Washington Post, so it's got a bias to the left. Uh, but if what I'm reading is right, and this is what Mitch McConnell, what Frank was talking about, and these were the bipartisan bills, a bipartisan bill requiring Facebook, Google, and other internet companies to disclose purchasers of political ads to identify foreign influence, I would be for that. I think I, I do agree that that's a bipartisan bill if if that's all the bill said. But we, you know how politics works. We all remember there's some spin involved usually. Yes, and there's always something in the back of the bill, right? That you know one party wants, but they're not going to tell you that's also in the bill. So what else was in this bill that made McConnell block it? Because reading this article, I would be all for Facebook. Again, I don't, I don't know. If you're that easily influenced by a Facebook ad that you went from voting for Hillary to President Trump, then you weren't that hot on Hillary to begin with. You know, I, I, you can talk about Russian influence all you want. It was just a bad candidate. And if, if your candidate was so bad that an ad from Russia changed the vote from going from Hillary to President Trump, well, you know, sorry. You, it's, it, it's just a weak candidate or you don't know the facts. I and, definitely want to look into that. And again, we have been told and everyone confirms not one vote in a voting machine was changed by a Russian, uh, by any kind of Russian 
uh, a foreign influence. And Joe, if you read the report, as you say you did, you know that there is evidence that said that they have uh, that the Russians have interfered in all 50 states. So I think the threat is there. Let's not try to gloss over that. I think but that's it, the key here is that nothing there was not enough to charge the president. But let's not be naive and thinking that Russia and perhaps some other countries like North Korea and China are trying to influence us. And I think that's true of other European countries as well, that the Russians are trying to influence um, uh, voters in other countries, including those in Europe. Right. Well, and we do the same in other countries. Let's be honest. Russia's not doing anything we haven't done in Israel. And that's why I think we have to be vigilant in watching that this doesn't really affect us in a way that could really change things in our country. But I do think it's misleading when people say that they interfered, because I think a lot of people think that means they took a vote and changed it, or they flopped it. And, you know, you don't hear this as much, but as much uh, proof out there that Russia was putting stuff out pro-Trump, they were putting pro-Hillary stuff out. What they wanted is exactly what they're getting. What Russia wanted, they didn't care about Trump or Hillary. What they cared about was us being divided, and they've done a great job at it. And you know what? I'll say both parties this have political right climate, into it. Absolutely right. This As, political climate is ripe for that, Joe. I think Russia, more than Trump, more than Hillary, what Russia wanted was a divided country. And every day, it's getting more and more uh, divided on politics to the point where some people like Frank in Niagara Falls can't even have just a normal, rational, mature conversation or Tony and Clarence. It has to go to yelling and snarky Name comments. calling. Yeah, it can't just be a one-on-one conversation. Brenda, we had this conversation just last week. And you know what? As long as this goes on, as long as our Congress is wasting our tax dollars and our time on trying to impeach the president, Russia's getting exactly what they wanted. So you can do all you want. You can pass this bill, which, again, if McConnell's blocking this bill and that's all that's on this bill is to is for Facebook to identify foreign influence, I'm all for that bill. Oh, and let's all face it, it, every politician tries to get stuff in their district. But tries to have companies open in their district, tries to revitalize their district in certain areas. For sure. By bringing in business. Except Elijah Cummings. Well, I think he might disagree with you. But, but wait, Joe, I want to bring up another point, okay. too, about this. The, that's one of the reasons I have an issue with the president tweeting so much is because I think that lends credibility to people who are nasty and want to you know, get into the name calling and the race baiting and all this stuff that you were talking about a moment ago. When they see the president of the United States doing that, it just feeds into that way of thinking where the country is so divided. And some people say, hey, you know what, if you're going to get hit, you're going to hit back harder. That's what Trump's philosophy well, is. I don't think- but at the same time, I think that leads and feeds into this divisiveness. I have never seen the country this divided before with such vitriol on both sides. I don't think tweeting about a congressman who has been very uh, critical of you and tweeting about the conditions of his district is race baiting or a racial thing. I think it's saying, hey, you want to go after me? Well, look at your own district that you've been in charge of for 30 years. I think it's hilarious that people who have been in Congress and in the Senate for decades are pointing their finger at President Trump for all the problems around the country. I, I, I find that very comical. Well, and the president loves that. He loves that battle. I think he could spend his time in better ways, though, Joe. D- did you see this headline? I mean, this rocks me. The Baltimore Sun has responded to President Trump with an editorial. And the quote is this, better to have a few rats than to be one. When is the last time you saw a major newspaper come out and say that about a sitting U.S. president? I mean, well, this, is, this is going to dominate the news cycle 
for the next week at least. I mean, this is really getting ugly, and I don't think the president will let that go. Well, the New York Times, I think every issue has something anti-Trump. But not like that. Well, and we'll see. We have uh, President Trump tweeted out a resident in Elijah Cummings district named Michelle, who was interviewed. It's a two-minute, 14-minute, uh, two-minute, 14-minute, yeah, a two-minute, 14-second <laughs> clip that we will play when we come back. Uh, and I think it just breaks down that this is the president finding finding someone who has been very critical. Elijah Cummings, it will be the first person to, to call the president a racist. But then the president turns it on him and says, hey, haven't you been sitting here for 30 years? Look at this. Look at the conditions. L- look at the, the conditions that people in your district are living in. It's unacceptable. And if the president keeps on backing up tweets like this, like I said, Brenda, I am with you when he just randomly tweets something for no reason. But I get someone who has been so critical And then not only tweeting it, but finding people to back up your tweets that live in that district, who have lived in that district their entire life. I I do stand behind I can't wait to hear what she has to say. Well, we will play that for you, and we'll take your calls. It's 1119, Brenda and Beamer, Beamer and Brenda, however you want to say it. The B&B team. The B&B team, it's in for Hardline, and back after this. Hi, I'm Rick Edelman, and I have a feeling that retirement is on your mind. You're wondering if you've saved enough or whether your money is in the right places. You're wondering when will you be able to retire or will you be able to stay retired? And is your money sufficient so you can live in comfort and financial security for the rest of your life? You're wondering all this, but you really don't have to just wonder. You can resolve all these questions in your effort to enjoy a retirement that's everything you want it to be. And we can help. At Edelman Financial Engines, our clients are predominantly concerned about retirement, your financial security, financial security for your spouse, for your aging parents, for your children. And we can help you just like we've helped thousands of folks just like you for more than 30 years. So call us at Edelman Financial Engines at 888-PLAN-RICK. That's 888-PLAN-RICK. Or visit us at rickedelman.com. That's ricedelman.com. And don't wonder about your retirement because we're here to help you. The smell of cut grass, boats on the lake, white clouds in a blue sky. Summer is a beautiful time, and it's even better in a Lincoln from West Her Ford Lincoln in Amherst. Right now, offering more treats for the senses with deals on Lincoln's entire range of luxury vehicles, with Lincoln quality in every detail of design and execution. Right now, a brand new 2019 Lincoln Nautilus front-wheel drive with heated front seats, hands-free liftgate, intelligent access with push-button start, sync three, and more is just $372 a month. 36-month lease with $29.95 down payment plus first payment, tax acquisition, and registration fees due at signing. No security deposit required. On approved credit through Lincoln Automotive Financial Services. Not all buyers qualify. 7,500 miles per year allowable, 20 cents per mile thereafter. Unless provided by manufacturer, lessee is responsible for all maintenance and excess wear and tear. Ends July 31st. West Ford Lincoln in Amherst on Millersport Highway just north of UB. If you're thinking Lincoln, treat your senses at West Herb. Hey, Sue, remember that guy I used to date, Tom? Oh, yeah, the successful stockbroker. Nice guy. Smart, cute. He seemed like the whole package. Yeah, well, not quite the whole package. When it came time to perform in the bedroom, he was a dud, not exactly lighting up the scoreboard. Oh, really? Do tell. Our life in the bedroom wasn't that good, so I dumped him. 
Hey guys, don't be that guy. You need to be the Noxitril guy. Noxitril is the natural male enhancement pill that works to increase blood flow fast. Noxitril is so strong and powerful, it's like Viagra on steroids. Unlock your bedroom confidence and be the Noxitril guy. Call now and take advantage of our free bottle offer. Ship discreetly to your door. Perform on demand with Noxitril. Don't be a dud. Perform like a stud with Noxitril. To find out how to get a free bottle of Noxitril, call 800-217-1579. 800-217-1579. Free bottles for a limited time, so call now. 800-217-1579. 800-217-1579. Hey, it's Bowerly. Let's talk about quality. So many people throw around the word quality that it's almost started to lose its meaning. Well, I want to remind you that the word quality means a standard of excellence that other businesses try to live up to. In a word, quality is Rosex. Rosex Vacuums offers quality brands, and I'm talking about machines that last 20 years and more, not these piddly so-called carpet suckers that break down in a year or two, usually just in time for the warranty to be useless. Rosex carries brand new vacuums from quality manufacturers and quality brands like the SIBO I have. You know, a lot of the name brands we grew up with aren't built the same way. They don't have the longevity or the reliability of a vacuum beast like my SIBO, bad boy. And if your vacuum does have a problem, bring it to Clean Tom Rosek and his team. They'll have it fixed up fast, usually in just a day or two. The Rosek Showroom and Repair Centers in the Sheridan and Sweet Home Plaza Amherst or McKinley across from Monroe Muffler in Hamburg. Tell them Bowerly sent you to Rosek's Vacuums, R-O-S-I-E-K apostrophe S. For a rewarding career, become a school bus driver with Student Transportation of America. Great option for retirees. Paid training. Train now for September. Student Transportation of America has openings in Williamsville, Buffalo, Youngstown, Lewiston, and Wilson. Pay from $18 to $21.20 an hour, depending on location and experience. Call 253-0191, 253-0191 to speak with a Student Transportation of America representative about your new career as a school bus driver. Get a fresh outlook on a difficult process. This Saturday morning at 5, join attorney David Carr for Divorce Radio on WBEN. Find out how the once expensive and painful process of divorce has changed into a positive event that can help you thrive. David Carr is the managing partner of David Carr & Associates, a firm focused on achieving post-divorce success. Visit lawfirmcar.com for show topics and to submit your questions that you want answered. Tune in to Divorce Radio this Saturday morning at 5 on News Radio 930 WBEN. You're here. Hearing the voice of Buffalo, WBEN. Call us now at 803-0930. Cell calls are free at star 930. And our toll-free line is 1-800-616-9236. John, I could play this whole thing out, but I promised a clip, so I won't. 1124 on Hardline here on News Radio 930 WBEN. It is Brenda Ann Beamer and... The other story going on right now, we will still talk about the Mueller testimony, so please hang on if that's what you wanted to talk about. But the president tweeting about Elijah Cummings this morning. You know, Brenda, if I was on top of things, I would have gotten a news wrap to talk about it. A news wrap. So maybe I will. Maybe I will just find that. I'm sure you will, Joe. You know your way around a computer. Uh, But in case anyone missed it, uh, the president had some choice words for Elijah Cummings' district. It happens to be the 7th Congressional District in Maryland. And he said this Saturday morning, quote, no human being would want to live there. It is a very dangerous and filthy place, worst in the USA. And uh, President Trump said about this district in Maryland, it is a rat and rodent infested mess. So apparently uh, the president uh, was going after Elijah Cummings in a big way and 
the Baltimore Sun came out and was absolutely outraged and had <laughs> a headline that really uh, surprised me, Joe. Here's the headline. Better to have a few rats than to be one. Yes. So things are heating up in Baltimore. How surprising that a newspaper doesn't like the president. So (laughs) the president. The point is, I mean, that's no matter what. I know you say there's a liberal bias here, but that's pretty strong. Well, yeah. I mean, again, it's not surprising, though. Like that would be like the Buffalo News putting an anti-Trump headline out. Not too surprising. Yeah, but it's not often that you hear the sitting president called a rat. That that, that is true. But again, uh, I wouldn't put anything past you know the Baltimore what is it, the Baltimore Sun, Baltimore Sun, or the New One York of the Times, the oldest newspapers in the country. Yeah. Um, so the the president up tweeting. He retweeted this. This is from Kim Baltimore, who is uh, the Republican uh, commentator is a Republican commentator in Baltimore. She interviewed Michelle, who is a resident in uh, Elijah Cummings' district, has been for the entire 48 years of her life, and had this to say about the president and Elijah Cummings. Hello, it's me again, world. I was so excited when Ms. Kim told me how many hits that we got and that the president actually responded to Elijah Cummings. And what he said was definitely true. He hasn't done anything for us. For the last, I think he's been in office over 20 years? 30. 30? Okay, so I was like 18 back then, and he hasn't done anything for us. No cookouts, no shoe giveaway, no clothes giveaway, nothing for the, and then y'all just want to know about the houses, he hasn't done anything. Today is Saturday, July the 27th, 2019, not 1819. It's today. It's, it's a little bit after 6 p.m. And like I said, I'm so excited, I'm so impressed with Miss Kim because she's helping us and she's the only one. Y'all need to put her in office. Y'all need to give her his job. For real. And I'm not I'm just not saying that it's true. Okay. The house as far as the house and everything, like I said, he has never done anything for not even one person that I know of. I never heard anybody say anything about him. And people want to talk about Donald Trump, Donald Trump this, Donald Trump that. Why is this man over there taking care of people at the border? We hungry. We need a place to stay. We feel like we're in a concentration camp, and it's, it's just sad. He worried about more about them than his own people. It's, it's just crazy. Excuse me for venting like this, world, but it's, it breaks my heart to see this. It does. This, this, this neighborhood, the last time this neighborhood was driving was 2003. 2003. That's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. And it's, it's, and it's just sad. And then they want to take the houses that that's look nice on the outside they come around film houses that look nice on the inside outside but really don't nobody live in them houses and they tore up from the floor like i said world please we need everybody to get together and represent represent your neighborhood whether you live west east north south way out in west boom boom it doesn't matter just support your neighborhood support your community take care of each other and that was Michelle being interviewed by Kim, uh, at Kim Baltimore on um, Twitter. She is actually running against Elijah Cummings uh, next year for his congressional seat. It doesn't sound like she likes Cummings very much, nor the president. No, exactly. <laughs> so, so, But here's, yeah. some, here's someone, that this was retweeted by the president, by the way, and she's saying, look at the condition of our district. What the president said is true, and why is Elijah Cummings so bent on or so obsessed with people on the other side of the border or people who aren't here legally when 
you know, people in her district are going without meals. I, yeah, I people think, in her district are living in, in in awful housing. Why doesn't he focus for the first time in 30 years on his district? I think that's a valid point that a lot of these folks in Congress are more interested in getting FaceTime and in getting national headlines instead of taking care of the nuts and bolts of their district, which is not so boring, you know, which is not so sexy. It's more boring. But that's also why you're represented. That's right. why you're elected. That's why you're the representative for a given district is to take care of some of the less glamorous things and not worry about getting your name in the national spotlight. And just so I don't get attacked by liberals, I'm sure Elijah Cummings isn't the only one that if we looked at his district was in shambles. So I just want to throw that out there because I'm sure that text or tweet was on the way. Well, here's the other thing, too, Joe. Apparently, Fox did a report on uh, the Baltimore situation and what tough shape that part of Baltimore is in. And uh, so maybe the president picked up on that and just added fuel to the fire. Exactly. All right. It's 1130. I have to give it to Neil McManus for a news update. We'll be back after this. Good morning at 11.30 from the WBEN Newsroom. I'm Neil McManus. Here's what's happening. Three Dansville High students killed in a crash yesterday morning in the town of Burn when a vehicle failed to stop at a T-crossing and ran into a tree. We have more details at WBEN.com. In Wyoming County, a 68-year-old man was killed in a skydiving accident yesterday. New York City police say 12 people were shot in a Brooklyn park, including a 38-year-old man who was killed. And nationally, President Trump has turned his critical Twitter comments toward Representative Elijah Cummings and the city of Baltimore in his home district. Trump called the congressman's majority black Baltimore area, quote, disgusting rat and rodent infested mess. This coming after Friday's move by Cummings Congressional Oversight Committee, who issued subpoenas for the email accounts of Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner. The WBEN first alert forecast calling for partly sunny skies later today. A little bit more humid could she a shower or thunderstorm in the area, high near 81. An evening shower or thunderstorm lingering around, otherwise patchy clouds, warm and humid with a low of 70, breezy and a bit warmer with sunshine mixing with some clouds for your back to work Monday, a high getting up near 86 degrees. Currently, we have cloudy skies, 76 degrees. I'm Neil McManus, News Radio 930 WBEN. Prior sales excluded. 600 in total payments maximum. Not good with any other offer. See dealer for details. Attention car shoppers, there are some deals you simply cannot ignore. If you're looking to buy a vehicle right now, wait till you hear what Riverfront is offering now. Here's owner Marty Sr. My son, grandson, and I want to do something special to help anyone looking to buy a vehicle. The three Martys of the Pecoraro family have an offer you're going to love, people. We're calling it the Pecoraro Payment Plan. Here's Marty Jr. with more. It's simple. Buy a vehicle at Riverfront and we'll take care of your first three payments. Yes, the first three payments are on the house as each of the Martys at Riverfront will take care of a payment for you. I'll take care of your first payment. I've got the second one. And you better believe I'll get the third one. It's the Pecorero Payment Plan. Buy a car this month and the first three payments are on the Pecoreros. We can help. Call Riverfront to find out how you can get the first three payments taken care of today. Call 886-1626. Riverfront Auto Sales. Rogers and Chic live August 29th and 30th at Niagara Falls View Casino. Enjoy a night of funk, dance pop, and disco with Grammy Award winning Nile Rogers and disco's greatest band, Chic, live for two nights only. Everybody dance. 
Nile Rodgers and Sheik performed to sold-out venues worldwide. Don't miss your chance to see these musical legends hit the stage at Niagara Falls View Casino. Visit fallsviewcasinoresort.com for tickets. Nile Rodgers and Sheik live August 29th and 30th at Niagara Falls View Casino. 59 years ago, the cost of carpet was $222 a square foot, and there was no such thing as stain-free carpet. 59 years ago, a store named Kenny Carpets was born. To the Kenny, Kenny Carpets. Kenny Carpets, Buffalo's most loved carpet and floor store, is celebrating 59 years of beautifying homes. Since 1960, one floor at a time, Kenny has been serving our community by offering a second-to-none selection of carpets and floors at lower prices than any outlet, any home center, or any big box store. Chances are your flooring, your neighbor's flooring, and their neighbor's flooring was installed by Kenny. You don't get to celebrate a 59th anniversary unless you're that good. Well, for carpets and floors, Kenny is that good. That carpet you paid $222 a square foot for 59 years ago is still $222. And stain-free carpet has finally arrived. Come celebrate the 59th anniversary of Kenny Carpets and Floors. This is Kenny, Kenny Carpets. Hey, it's David Bellavia. Guys, what if I told you you could be thin in just six weeks? Well, you're probably thinking you got to start running marathons or climb on some crazy exercise machine. Well, you don't. There's a thin revolution taking hold of Western New York, and it starts with revolution weight loss. I lost over 60 pounds, and I kept it off. I did this program one time, and I was done. But hey, I'm not the only success story. Here's my friend Marsha with her experience. For many, many, many years, I have suffered with chronic sinus problems. And that all vanished. I saw the pounds just coming off. At the age of 71, I saw that my skin was coming to a new renewal that I had never seen before. When was the last time someone described you as thin? Be a part of the thin revolution and it'll happen. Revolution Weight Loss is part of the Health Quarters facility on transit at Clarence Center Road. It's across from the Transit Valley Country Club. Learn more at revhealthquarters.com. If you stub your toe at work, oh man, that hurts. You might just shake it off. But what if you get a real injury or suffer a serious accident that really changes your life? You might find yourself in need of some real help. Godwin Hurley Donahue specializes in personal injury cases. They have obtained multi-million dollar results for people injured throughout New York State, and they're ready to get real results for you. Go to ghdllp.com to schedule a free consultation. Real injuries, real problems, get real results. Godwin Hurley Donahue. Looking at cars this week? Out driving the lots today? Start shopping right now at westherd.com. Westherd.com is the only place to see Western New York's largest new and used car inventory with the most up-to-the-minute deals and prices. Westherd.com. From your phone. Car crashes don't happen in slow motion. They happen fast. In a crash, there's no time to check if your child's in the right car seat. Don't think you know. Know you know. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. You're hearing the voice of Buffalo. WBEN. Call us now at 803-0930. Cell calls are free at star 930. And our toll-free line is 1-800-616-9236. All right, it's Hardline with Beamer and Brenda here on News Radio 930 WBEN. 22 minutes till meet the press at the top of the hour. So till then, we're taking your calls on the Mueller testimony and the Trump-Elijah Cummings back and forth. And I have to say, I'm just going to throw this out there, um, my opinion, obviously. 
Is it really important that the district Elijah Cummings is the congressman for? Is it really important what race dominates that? If it's in bad shape, it's in bad shape. Does it, the fact that it's a predominantly black district make the president a racist for talking about how bad of shape it's in? No, but, you know, let's face it, Joe. Elijah Cummings has been a thorn in President Trump's side. And he I sure think, has. And I think the fact that he's, you know, a civil rights guy from, the, from day one and the president going after him, it's once again the optics. It's the optics of it. And that's why I think the president needs to... You know, take a step back and stop tweeting because for people who think that President Trump is a racist, this type of attack on Elijah Cummings, and maybe it's he's correct about what he's saying about that district in Baltimore, makes it look like it's a racist attack. That's the problem. But don't you think the word racist has lost the weight it should carry? To some degree. When you have it's AOC bandied around so much. When you have AOC calling Nancy Pelosi a racist, I mean, right. it just seems that word, that word should carry a lot more weight. Right. When you're called a racist, it should carry just a lot more weight. I mean, it's it's an awful thing to have that mindset. But it seems that we so loosely throw that word around that it's lost the weight it should carry. I I totally agree with you. And you're hearing it more and more. But for people who for those of us or for those people who feel like it hasn't lost its weight, that when you label somebody that that's a pretty serious charge, this kind of stuff just feeds into it. All right, 803-0930. Tom in Buffalo has been so patient. Tom, literally as long as you want, the floor is yours. How are you doing, guys? I'm just going to make a point and I'll hang up and listen. Um, jails are full of people who were unsuccessful in their criminal endeavors. So I don't understand how you think him not being successful in his obstruction doesn't mean he committed a crime. Tom, can I make, can I make a comment before you finish? Yeah. I didn't say. Uh, he didn't attempt, though. Talking about it's not attempting it. That was my point. All they proved was that he had discussions, but he never made an attempt to hinder the um, investigation. How, discussions and attempts. He asked McGahn to fire him. That's, that's obstruction right there, just because McGahn didn't do it. I mean, if I rob a bank and I don't get away with the money, I'm going to jail. But he, okay, A, that would be if you believe Don McGahn's testimony. B, it's how he asked it, right? It could have been, what happens if I fire Robert Mueller? It, 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 context is everything, Tom. And I, I do believe. And tell her, what if I ask you for $5,000 right now? If, I, if you ask me for $5,000, I would tell you, Tom, I don't have $5,000 sitting aside. Tell her. Bag teller. If, if you, you is a bank teller. Tell her. If you held a gun to a bank teller and said, give me $5,000, yeah, you'd be breaking the law. How many people use guns in bank robberies? Very few. They still go to jail. All right, Tom, point taken. Did you have another point to, uh, to make? I guess that was it, Joe. All right. A lot I, of people I, seem to be hanging up today. I understand his point to this. I will say this. If, indeed, he did tell Don McGahn to fire Robert Mueller... And he's the one who didn't fire Robert Mueller, if you believe his testimony, because there is a back and forth on if that ever happened. But again, we've all heard the way the president talks, and I'm not making excuses here. However, it could have been in a, what if I fire that's Robert Mueller? That's true, Joe. What if I but asked you to fire Robert that's Mueller? That's why we need to know what happened. The exact right? context yes. of the conversation is important. And again, if he did have intent and someone else stopped him, 
he still didn't break the law to this point, but if he had intent, I understand the caller's point. However, to this point, we don't know that context. It's almost and like they couldn't prove the context of the question. If that, in fact, happened, it's almost like the president was rushing towards the finish line. They pulled him back just before he crossed the line. So doesn't that does that give you pause? It gives me some pause well, here. With if, all this said, he did have the right to fire Robert Mueller. That's not illegal to fire Robert Mueller. Right. It's not illegal. It's not against the law to fire James Comey. You know, by the way, Hillary would have fired James Comey, too. So it's funny. Would that have launched an investigation as well? Quite possibly, I think. Well, if the Democrats... One of many against Hillary, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Well, yeah. And where are all the investigations we were promised? That's a good question. Yeah, I'm I'm no fan of Hillary's, but I'd like to know where some of those investigations are. I'm sure we'll hear about those as well. Exactly. But But the president, to to, to end Tom's, Tom's point, the president did have the right to fire Robert Mueller. At the end of the day, he didn't. The investigation came out, okay? It was not obstructed. It was not hindered. Mueller said as much at the testimony. And the, the reason for the investigation was collusion, right? And if we focus on what the investigation was actually supposed to be, there was no proof of collusion. That's what happened, and that's why nothing will change in terms of people's opinions, I think. Nobody's going to, you know, there's no debate that will bridge this. I don't think this, the testimony will bridge our country. I think it's as divided as ever and because let's be of honest. this. Let's be honest, Brenda. We mentioned this last segment. As divided as we are, no matter what happened in that testimony, 85% of us weren't going to change our, our minds. Right. 85% of the country wasn't going to change their minds anyway, no matter what happened in that testimony, no matter what happens next week. Who knows what happens next week? No matter what happens next week, 85%. And that's why it's so important. And that's why both parties are walking such a thin line. Because it's a small percentage of the country whose votes really matter in 2020. Whose minds are really, whose decision right now is in the middle. Uh, You know, if, if person A wins the primary on the Democrat side, they might vote for them. But if persons de Blasio win, they're going to vote for Trump. Those are the people you're going after. And if the Democrats keep going after impeachment, or if, as Frank and Niagara Falls said, uh, the Republicans and Mitch McConnell want to block a, a law that would make Facebook say this is a Russian or this is a foreign person tweet, uh, posting about the election, that, those are going to be things that get that small percentage to go either one way or the other. It's a very fine line these next two years. That's why I'm very interested in watching the uh, uh, Democratic debate this week, because I want to see if Biden really is, as he said, not going to be as nice, not going to be as polite. I want to see who emerges. Will Kamala Harris emerge again? Will there be one of those aha moments like there was last time when she said she was that little girl who was bust? And, you know, Biden took a lot of stuff for that. So I, I really am very interested to see... If that percentage of people that you're talking about, Joe, that need to be swayed one way or the other, will have any sort of um, opinion about who the Democratic candidate should be next year. Let's face it, it's still a long ways off. But this this debate could be important in that respect. And as we said after the first debate, as I will say up to Election Day, if I'm proved wrong, I'm proved wrong. I think people might go to the, the election box with one thing in mind and just remember how great the economy has been. I do think that will sway many people in the right states. Again, I think we're at a point now where we're not going after popular vote, Brenda, because we don't want California and New York to uh, to control the country. It's those middle American people who have seen 
the tax the tax benefits of the president who are going to determine this in the Rust Belt. It, and the, I think that's what it comes down it's to. It's the flyover states again, exactly. in my opinion. Great Ooh. Jason Aldean song, by the way. <laughs> well, it was the flyover states that I think really propelled President Trump to the uh, to the White House. And so far, he's done what he said, right? But this—that's—that's that's a topic and for another. A lot. Yes. That's a topic for another show. We are talking about Elijah Cummings. So let's go to Jim in Hamburg. Jim, good morning. Morning. Hey, uh, good morning, guys. How are you? Do, doing great, man. What you got for us? Well, well, I heard uh, a couple of uh, people prior uh, talking about things, but I know you guys are talking about the, the Mueller report. That was. I, I, I frankly, I felt pretty uh, bad for the guy because I, 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 you know, I, I was led more to believe after watching a lot of it that uh, I don't think he was involved with the entire hearing. I think he, because he's been so quiet, and usually, you know, the media today, uh, somewhat, some type of report would get out, and he was just, he was almost like a ghost. And uh, I, it led me to believe that this whole thing from the very get-go was, was probably a, a fraud. And, you know, you pointed out that it was, supposed to be about collusion and then it turned into uh uh somehow he you know trump was influencing what was going on that's that's a real shame but uh i, I just thought it was a, a real just very very see an old guy that's a marine i'm i'm, I'm a vet too and seeing this guy torn apart uh just being forced to do things and say things back and forth i don't think he had his faculties and then uh you know on to the situation with uh, elijah cummings that's uh, you're not you know you mentioned eighty five percent I bet you it's closer to ninety five percent you're not going to change a Democrat's mind you're not going to change a Republican's mind I, I don't think either party realizes that the majority the vast majority of the people that are influenced that actually go out and make a make a living they're just fed up with DC you know the the biggest thing I noticed that you the Democrats should really look at North Korea and South Korea are, have a dialogue and they're talking and you look at the economy. They get wrapped up in the semantics and they, they twist things. Even the things that, uh, you know, uh, what, what's her name? Cortez was saying about, you know, what was said, it wasn't, if anyone was a racist, she was. Her saying something like, well, she picked on the us four people of color. She had, Nancy Pelosi didn't say anything like that. And then say, well, that wasn't racist. Well, the, the real racist is the one that's calling out the situation. There's difference between you and I. Therefore, and you're picking on me. And I see you as different, so you're racist against them. The hypocrisy in today is ridiculous. I think it's true, uh, Jim, on both sides of the aisle, though, don't you? Oh, absolutely. I, I, I think, like I said, you're not going to change 95% of the, the, the mindset. Agreed. And I, I've been around enough, and, I, and I've always, uh, I'll say, I've always been independent. Um, and last year, you know, when I saw the Obama, I didn't like a lot of the policies that were being pushed out. I just thought they were ludicrous. But I never looked at the individual. I never said, well, he's this or that. You know, I really never, I thought it was ludicrous. You can't have socialized, just pay for Medicare, free college. It has to be paid for somewhere. And, you know, New York State runs on academia and, and state, state employment. And you look at the situations the way the cities are. And it's, it, even though they're paying taxes, it's, it's a 70-30 ratio. And that, that's on the high side. No matter what, you're always going to be upside down. There has to be a free market in there somewhere. And, you know, the de it seems like the Democratic Party now, all they're doing is attacking one guy, and that should throw a red flag up to them. Why would the entire government, Democratic Party, attack one guy? Versus, and they are. There's no dialogue saying the other side of the other republic. They're just saying that one guy. Trump's a bad guy. But yet the, the people, when you look at the facts, North Korea and South Korea are talking. ISIS is gone. 
we don't have wars around the world like we've been having for the past, you know, a situation that was, was incorrect going into Iraq. Trump was against that. And all, the, all these people that were his buddy before he, he ran for government, all of a sudden they turned on him. He wasn't, he's not a different guy. He's a 73-year-old guy that gave up all of his wealth to go play, play government. For what? He's going to be dead in, in probably 10 years anyway. Well, that's, you know, Jim, you raise a good point about that, because I do wonder, you know, a lot of people don't talk about Trump's age. And Joe was saying earlier how the guy doesn't sleep a whole lot. But it makes me wonder, you know, will he be able to come out of this and enjoy life after the presidency when there's all of this talk surrounding him? And you know, I'm glad you brought that up because it's a, not a question that people often ask. No, I, I don't think so. I, I think they are after him. And I, I... It makes it, it's more concerning uh, to show what D.C., you know, I, I really believe it's district uh, corruption, whether it's uh, the, the Democrats trying to figure out the Democratic Party, you know, I'm just going to just be uh, general, generalizing here, saying whether I'm going to get my money through uh, Big Pharma or I'm going to get it through this or that or, or the Republicans getting it through defense contracts and, and, the, and the energy industries. Um, and and that, those... The, the best thing, if anything came out of this, whoever, it, it, this will call the red card, but whatever party says we're going to have term limits of only uh, eight years and two terms in the Senate, that's it. Whatever party votes for that, that to me that would tell you that's who's on the up and up. Yeah, I think that would be the way to go, because especially with representatives in Congress, two years, it feels like you're always running for the next term. But eight years, I think, is a reasonable amount of time. Two terms in the Senate, that's enough. Let's move on to some other ideas and, and people. Michael in Hamburg is next. Jim, thanks very hey, Jim, much for thanks the so call. Thanks so much for the call. To Jim's point, though, he said 95%. He's probably right. And look at what people who voted for the president, they voted for the immigration and the economy, two things so far he has delivered on. So I agree with Jim. In those states he won, right now, if you look state by state, he should be close to the 270 mark. Um, he just has to keep those two things going. It is probably closer to just 5% that these primaries are really for. You know, Joe, I think it's way too early to worry about 270 at this point. Uh, there's too much that can happen between now and next year. Let's uh, let's try to get these calls in. Michael and Hamburg, welcome. Hey, good morning to you, too. Good morning. And uh, appreciate the opportunity to come in here and pipe in. And I was motivated. I was just out uh, hitting some golf balls practicing when I was listening to you guys at the same time. And uh, I just disagree with one of your statements, uh, Alicia, about uh, this being a racial attack on uh, Trump uh, or Trump's tweets. He actually pointed out the actual facts of what's going on in Baltimore. And Trump is supported by constituents in this man's territory. So I, that discounts any racial tone at all. Maxine Waters gets on TV and encourages Americans to go out and attack Trump supporters. That's racist. Totally wrong, Michael. I agree with you. I, you know, I, I have no use for Maxine Waters. Uh, I, I, yeah, I agree with you on that sense. I didn't necessarily say it was racist. I'm saying it could be perceived as such because of what happened recently with uh, the so-called squad. Well, again, he pointed out the facts of these people. So, I mean, every time Trump points out facts, he's called a racist. Well, you know what? I've traveled this country. I'm a sales rep. I travel through several states. I've talked with union members. I've talked with people in all kinds of backgrounds in this country. And there are so many people that are fed up with constantly being labeled. So when they label Trump, they're labeled all America. And that's why Trump's going to win re-election. I'll uh, leave you going on that. And 
Good show today. Both of you. Michael, thank Thanks, you so much. Michael. Appreciate the comments. You know, Joe, I get tired of those labels, too. And oh, I yeah. think it's something that's bandied about way too often. So please don't misunderstand. What I'm saying is that I think that the perception of the president doing this is that he just continues to pile on and pile on and that Cummings has been a real thorn in the guy's side. So people will automatically, that almost knee-jerk reaction, talk about racism. And that's why I think the president is his own worst enemy. That's my point. Great point from Kevin from Pendleton. He said, George Bush never stood up for himself, his presidency, nor the Republican Party. Trump doesn't take hits. He gives back. I thought that was, that's a great point because that is, well, that's what as people Michael have been said, saying, yeah. what Jim said, that's what people like about the president. And, and it, one more thing to George Bush. Here is a guy whose party was behind him. His last term was awful. It was four pretty bad years. He sunk the economy. He, he actually passed some pretty liberal uh, laws when it came to the economy. And then he has the audacity now during the Trump administration to cut down his supporters, people that voted for President Bush and now support the president. He's on there talking poorly about them. Doesn't make you want nobody has principles. No, like they won't stick to whatever their principles were. I don't get that either. It's very disillusioning. Not at all. It, you know, here's a guy in President Bush who didn't speak during the Obama administration. And I think that's great. You know, he's your pre- predecessor. Let him do what he does. But now he has no problem being very vocal, he and his brother, against this president. I think it's really disconcerting to people who supported him. You know how you talk, Joe, and what Kevin's point is about if Trump gets hit, he gets, you know, he strikes back twice as hard. I think that's what the Bushes are feeling now because Trump went after Jeb all that time, you know, low energy, this and that, and he's been critical of George W. Bush and H.W. Bush. So I think that's why the Bushes are coming out now. That's true. All right, we're going to have to end on that point. Brenda, always a great time hosting here on Hardline. It's a quick two hours, Joe. Thanks so much. I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah. And, and uh, thanks to our callers and texters as well. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow morning starting at 5 a.m. where Susan and Brian have the uh, morning news and then Sandy Beach at 9. I'll see you then. Buffalo, have a great Sunday. Meet the Press is next. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.